When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm using an Apple today, and I am a PC person. I, I have no idea what I'm doing with this, so if it looks weird, it's on Elijah. That's all I have to say here. And as much as I don't like Apple, you know what else I don't like? Nicki Minaj. Um, i got to be honest with you. I don't know why people are looking at her as the new conservative mascot. It's very odd to me. But we're going to get into that. My name is Sydney Watson. And my name is Elijah Schaefer. On top of that, not only am I maybe a Nicki Minaj fan, I, don't, I can't really <laughs> tell. I actually confuse Nicki Minaj with uh, Cardi B. And then leftists got mad at me and were like, oh, look at this, he's so stupid. And I thought that's kind of based, actually, that I <laughs> so think rap is that cringe, or at least mainstream rap, yeah. that I cannot tell the difference between these people. Oh, no, I'm in the same boat. I look at them and I'm like, is this, I mean, I didn't even, to be honest with you, I didn't know who Cardi B was until she started fighting with conservatives. Somebody's talking about a wet vagina. I don't know who it is. Anyway, <laughs> we got a lot more coming up here on this episode of You Are Here. We are live from Dallas, Texas, and you are here. I think it's important early on to start the argument between Mac users and PC users because what the hell is this? Yeah, because having... PC users, do you know that actually um, we've talked a lot about gulags recently <laughs> and I've started to think that maybe because people voluntarily use PCs uh -huh. that a gulag is a good idea for them. Wow, thanks Elijah, because I love being locked in internment camps and being forced to do hard labor. That's I'll... exactly what PC <laughs> no, gives no, no. me. So the vaccines, totally <laughs> not cool to discriminate. Black versus white apartheid, also not cool. Mm-hmm. People who choose to use personal computers with a Windows, with with Windows, uh -huh. not because their bosses make them, not because the software limits their their operating <laughs> system, but because that was they they voluntarily ordered that thing. Those kind of people, they're special. In my defense, my parents got me the current laptop that I have because it's a gaming laptop that I never use for gaming. I just like the fact that it has, I don't know, it's a rainbow keyboard, whatever. But this all being said, Elijah, I found this video today, and I know you haven't seen it yet, and I'm excited to show you because I love your reactions to things. And guys, we're not going to have a mass discussion about this, but I just want to show you just because the people over on the left, they're not my favorite sometimes, especially some of these hosts of these shows. Joy Reid gave us a beautiful spiel about uh, COVID and uh, directing some hatred towards conservatives, and I feel like you guys will just really love watching this one. So if we can play that clip, Brandon, that would be beautiful. All right, good evening, everyone. We begin the readout tonight with a message to Republicans. Okay, we get it. COVID is the precious, and you love it. You love COVID so much, you want it to spread in the schools, at the office, in the Walmart, on the cruise ships, and at the club. That gray spongy ball with the red spikes, you want it pumping through your veins. She seems like she's uh, fun at parties. She does. Um, and for people that are wondering about a little bit about the audio sync, that seems to be an issue. That's YouTube live. It'll correct itself in just like a minute here or so. But more importantly, on top of this is Joy Reid is the antithesis of somebody that loves this country, that fights for what's right. She is a black woman. Mm. And by the way, I don't know. I don't know if we we're able to on the show pull uh, Joy Reid up on the screen. But particularly people were very threatened by my Hitler-esque haircut on the first night of the show. <laughs> Do you know about that? Yeah, your Hitler youth cut. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I was I was a badass. I thought you looked nice. It was Hitler-esque. 
And it was it, it, it threw a lot of people off. And I gotta say this: that shows you the racism built into this country. A white man can't even get a nice uh, half brow cut across the face, and then actually. Uh, and then get blamed for some sort of crazy thing. I mean, I'm just a white guy. I'm a nice guy. I did my hair nice today. I put it back according to what my wife wanted. I'm in the position where I'm hoping specifically that that we live in a world where we can all get along. Joy Reid is a race-baiting bitch, and that's the <laughs> truth. And she's come out and she's tried to divide the United States specifically uh, by pitting us against each other. And it's really sad to, for me to see in a, uh, in a place like this the outfit is bizarre. The hair dye is, mm -hmm. is unnatural. The teeth mm -hmm. are artificially whitened. But for the most part, as we look at this, the worst part about it all is the fact that Joy Reid herself has decided that there needs to be this division between the country as they move to build an apartheid state. And it has me worried mm -hmm. because before white and black, I'd be on the winning side. So would you. <laughs> a, a, a previous apartheid. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. I mean, we know who was in charge of all those kind of regimes. I think what freaks me out about what she had to say was the fact that she's actively pushing the idea that conservatives, or at least people on the right, are actively pushing coronavirus and have this desire to spread it. It's, it's odd to me that that kind of narrative is allowed to be out there in the mainstream media on television and that there's really no pushback. And the worst part about it, Elijah, I think is that the majority of people will not see this clip in the sense that, you know, people people who obviously tune into these shows will see it and then they'll absorb this message and then go out and regurgitate it into society. But people like you and me, because we don't watch these programs, are unaware that this is the narrative being pushed against us, basically. Well, and people are starting to wake up. Now, I know if you're listening to this, um, and you're there and you're, you're starting to ask yourself the question, are we moving back into a segregated society? And the answer is yes. I don't know if you guys heard a lot about what's going on with Nicki Minaj. And I really hate, I hate myself for even being ha for even having to talk about this. Right. Cause honestly, Nicki Minaj is disgusting. And I, I have to say she's a reprobate human being in mm -hmm. terms of just uh, morality uh, expression, not artistically creative. There's not a lot of difference between her and Cardi B. It's a sort of Caribbean-inspired, hyper-sexualized, um, global bank, cash-funded um, entertainment that has been pushed into American audiences mm -hmm. that accentuates um, weird things about the, the female body and, and, and with butts and breasts larger than I think Western civilization was ever ready to... Um, digest at such a uh, i'm trying to be nice we're live here at such a, a large scale uh, <laughs> yeah i'm like you following know, this and i'm going where are you going with no this i'm thought, saying i'm Elijah. saying that, 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 that this is somebody that i vehemently oppose yeah this is somebody whose life is meant to sexualize women they are meant to to come out in public and trivialize the body to make a uh, race baiting a normal part of society Nicki minaj i believe has fought a few times with with Candace, Candace Owens, Owens. Yeah. I mean, this person is 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 diametrically not on our team in terms of what we see for the future of America. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, this new world order takeover of the country has been so insane that somebody as blind and as lost as Nikki is finally waking up and seeing the reality that perhaps maybe all of this bullshit is meant to control you and is not about your best interest. Yeah, it's funny because as you were talking, the thing that occurs to me, and because we, I think we disagree here just a little bit, I don't like, like Nicki Minaj in the sense that she's not somebody that I would ever look to to derive my political opinions, obviously. Um, but I do think that she is in some capacity, it kind of seems like at least self-aware enough to understand her place in the world and what she's doing and what have you. So even when she is pushing 
narratives and agendas that are completely contrary to what you and I would be pushing or things that we're thinking and the values that we have. At least she's self-aware enough to understand that she's doing that. She's not asleep at the wheel. That's sort of the general sense that I get from her, which is why for people who haven't seen this information, haven't seen her tweets, and then subsequently um, the video that she put on Instagram discussing not being able to talk about particular things and not being able to question things on the internet because she was banned from Twitter for discussing the vaccine and questioning the vaccine and what have you. Um, yeah, for people who haven't seen this information, I, I think it's it's important to recognize that at least she's sort of opening her eyes to what's happening in some capacity. And, and you know, I don't know what you would call this, like from the regimes that are around us. I mean, I don't know. It's I the just, new world order. I, I don't think you can fault her for this, though. I don't like no, you, her, but you, you can't fault her for this. It's actually good, though, because I think it was uh, Tamir Rice back in 2013. That might be the wrong black guy that BLM uh, complained about. But I will say that she was talking about her mm -hmm. taxes back then. Yeah, she was. I, I wrote about her complaining about her taxes mm -hmm. uh, in the past, and people thought that that was Cardi B. Now Cardi B did complain about her taxes too, but Nicki Minaj was complaining about the way her taxes were used mm -hmm. to support uh, trials mm -hmm. that specifically were going against what she wanted for the country, and that's where it wakes up. People start seeing their money is yep. being wasted. Now we have this tweet. Now Nicki Nicki Minaj came out and started questioning the vaccine. Because she claims that it did it it, it, it affected, affected her, her friend's testicles. Yeah, or wasn't it her cousin or something? Cousin's friend. I don't. The so word, I don't know. <laughs> testicles <laughs> threw me off. I just usually the I read that testicles that like and the, stop. Right, that was like the top of the trending uh, on like on Twitter. That was what was trending is the discussion of of testicles. And I'm thinking, okay, this is where we're at in society. Great, let's 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 do that. Yeah, let's talk about this. So Nicki Minaj, um, which is an interesting thing, is questioning and saying i don't want to get the vaccine now i'm going to say this and i'm going to get us in so much trouble i'm so sorry ricky which is the head of production here for saying this but this is true um accor according to according to new zealand uh public administration of health mm -hmm. there have been 40 reported deaths from the pfizer vaccine yep there have been 27 deaths from COVID. Now, if you look down further to, to, to fact check myself, because mm. I'm a fact checker. You're a fact checker. They Officially. said that, that 19 of these deaths were unrelated to the vaccine for sure because they had to do with pre-existing conditions, mm -hmm. which is exactly how we count COVID deaths mm -hmm. related to pre-existing conditions. Like right. we basically directly say, if you died from anything within 30 days, you died from COVID. Right. So the problem is, is if we use the same methods to count the deaths from vaccines that we use to count the deaths from COVID itself. Mm -hmm. In that case, New Zealand would have more deaths from the vaccine than from COVID. Now, I can't say that because we're using different methods, right? right? Mm -hmm. So we're using different methods. It's kind of like when, when, when it's, it's the equivalent of someone being like, baby, baby, I didn't cheat on you. I'm just exploring my sexuality. And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 you cheated on me. You, you literally slept right. with another chick. And you're mm -hmm. like, no, I was practicing new moves. <laughs> like it's like you can frame it, right? It's the ultimate guy bullshit right, right. here that mm -hmm. they're framing this. And the vaccines in in New Zealand are a huge problem because people are not dying. This week alone, zero reported deaths related to COVID. Mm -hmm. Three deaths reported related to the vaccine. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean they actually died from it, just reported. Right. But still there is a reason to actually say, hey, I don't know if this vaccine is good for me. You sent me a screenshot last night um, that I know that we can't share because it relates to one of someone that's close to you talking about uh, the negative consequences that they've seen as a result of being vaccinated or that they think have been the result of being vaccinated. And I found it really interesting because 
I don't really know why we can't highlight these stories because the fact of the matter is, and again, I know that I keep coming back to this, things that happened in the past with thalidomide and there's a bunch of other drugs that have had really nefarious consequences that we haven't been able to discuss because Big Pharma apparently runs the government now. I mean, I, I guess that's a thing. But it's really odd to me that we can't highlight these stories without things becoming, you know, without without us getting banned off of YouTube or whatever. I mean, it's kind of strange, don't you think? Because what your what the message that you sent me last night, that what your friend was telling you about, you know, how he's had fevers and shakes and he's just like incredibly depressed and unhappy after getting double vaxxed. I think like, why is this not something that we can actually bring to the forefront? Because if there are negative side effects, shouldn't we be talking about that? Yeah, and I, I want to read this to you because actually- uh, It was sad, honestly. I, I, I actually, if you guys don't know this, I get dozens of people People that often uh, reach out to me every day talking about the negative effects they're feeling from the vaccines. Now, yeah. people that are critics would just go, well, yeah, but imagine the, the amount of lives that are saved. And I would say, well, it would be a lot easier for me to think about the lives that are saved if you allowed an open discussion about, about the, the lives, lives that have been are, ruined. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Like, and, and, and this is what I wrote. I wrote, I've never been anti-vax. I never have. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm one of the most pro-science people on Twitter. I just so happen to also not get easily peer pressured by popular culture into rejecting the disciplines I've been formally trained in. I promote immunotherapy, which I do. I've worked on, on research labs that actually mm -hmm. develop this. But this rollout is stupid. If you know, these vaccines are very much an immunotherapeutic in many ways. Mm -hmm. I go, I've never even said the current vaccines are bad for everyone. If you're someone who makes bad health decisions that have led you to express multiple pre-existing conditions, basically, if you're morbidly obese or you've just done a lot of bad decisions in your life, I go, despite bad side effects, this vax wouldn't be your first decision that could negatively impact you. Mm -hmm. Some say the vaccine saved their lives, and it probably did. That might be true. And in those studies, it shows it can help some people at high risk reduce severe symptoms. And in that case, negative side effects are worth trading, not dying, mm -hmm. objectively. But for the young and healthy, hearing more bad than good is a problem. That's why when it comes to mandates, it's 100% about control and not about science. I know that's obvious by now, but it's funny how all of a sudden healthy scientific skepticism is viewed as conspiratorial when before 2019 it was seen as vital to scientific theory. Can't tell you how many vaccines I know have myocarditis, et cetera, and aren't willing to report it. Yeah. It's funny because when we, when we talk about the vaccination things, and I, like, I think what you wrote there is honestly... It's very true because natural skepticism, or at least us asking questions, and this was Nicki Minaj's point, we'll come back to this, asking questions should be a natural byproduct of, sci of the scientific method. That's, that's always been the case. It's testing hypotheses, finding things out, and then either you know it confirms what you already thought or you recalibrate and then start again, or you start from the new information that you have. When we talk about vaccines, it's, it's on a personal level, and this is TMI, uh, TMI Thursday. We have TMI every night. <laughs> um, my mom, who has historically historically never been anti-vax, has recently started researching a lot of mm -hmm. this, looking into it more and more, as I think a lot of people have. And I'm, I'm pleased with that, honestly. I think the more information that people have, the better off that we'll, we all are collectively. She's come to a point where she thinks um, the Gardasil injection that's used for cervical cancer, I had three of them back when I was 17 or 18. Oh, or, no. Yeah. So Did I you? Yeah. So fun fact, I have, and you know this because you've, you've seen me, yeah. I have a chronic pain condition now, like a, a, where I got severe, basically a severe inflammatory response, and then I'm in pain all the time. So sometimes, guys, when I'm a little, when, when we're on the show and things, it's usually because I'm in pain and nothing's working to fix it. And it's very I debilitating. I can to that. Yeah, it's very debilitating. Um, and, you know, there are times where I've been like, if I have to live like this for the rest of my life, I'll actually just kill myself. Like, not on, I'm not going to kill myself. Life is too awesome. But, you know, I've thought, I've thought like, it, this is not sustainable. 
my mom has said, you know, in looking into this condition and whatnot, she's like, I think this is a result of you taking the Gardasil vaccination. Now, whether or not that's the case, I have no idea. I don't know if I'm one of those poor people that's had an as adverse reaction to Gardasil, but there are so many women that have, and when you look into this, especially the condition that I have, you find that there's a correlation there. Now, again, there's that how, whole- How old were you when you got it, honestly? I think I was 16 or 17, and Which we got- what a pro what year? So, like are you trying to out, out my age? No, like maybe 2009, 2010, approximately? Yeah, it, it was, yeah. So, I, I graduated in 2011, I think. So, I, it was, I think, yeah, 2009 Do you or know, I got offered that too. Yeah, you Do don't need it though as a man. Well, because no, that's what that's what I'm saying. That was that was weird. Mm -hmm. I went in to get a checkup, mm -hmm. right? I was sexually active. I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I thought I had an STD. Mm -hmm. I went in, and they were like, "Do you want to get this HPV thing?" And I go, yeah. "Why would I need this?" They were yep. like, "Because you could transfer it." And I go, "Right." But I was a kid. I go, "What the hell?" Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just knew that was weird. I was like, "Isn't this for women?" They were like, "Yeah, but you should get it." And I go. Yeah. Um, nah, I'm good. Because men can effectively pass it on, but the fact is that in the body, HP, HPV <laughs> naturally occurs and fixes itself in the, you know, in 99% of women or, you know, whatever it is, mm -hmm. a huge portion of women, it naturally occurs, naturally fixes. In some women, it turns into cervical cancer, which is very unfortunate, very, very sad. But cervical cancer is not a particularly super common cancer as a general rule. So what, sh what was surprising to me, you know, looking back on this and looking into all of this and, you know, since my mom said, hey, I think Gardasil might have done something kind of jack to you. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know. I don't want to be one of those people that's making claims about something that I certainly can't verify because I can't verify it. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. What I know is that I now have this ridiculous pain condition, this autoimmune condition that, that makes life difficult and uh, makes a lot of facets of my life really difficult. And I know that other women are suffering with it. And honestly, sometimes I want to say to my female followers, like, hey, if you're suffering from this too, like, I got you. I get it. It sucks. But if it was the result of Gardasil, I want to know about it because I don't want other women going through this. Because actually, fun fact, men don't really suffer from this condition. It's a it's mostly female and who mostly gets Gardasil women again. Do, do you know that I was like 16, like your age, mm -hmm. and when I went to get the vaccine uh, for Gardasil or whatever it was, I don't know what it was. Actually, I never looked into it. HPV but, is Gardasil, yeah. Yeah, That's the, the, the papilloma virus. When mm -hmm. I was there, and I was I was there, I, I I didn't understand anything about about vaccines or viruses mm -hmm. or anything, and I was sitting there and I remember this distinctly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I didn't know anything and I asked my doctor, like, could you explain to me then why I need to get this? Yep. And I think it was actually a, a, a PA, specifically a, a physician assistant. And they were like, you should just get it. Yep. And I wasn't, I wasn't stupid. And mm -hmm. I just went, well, if a doctor can't explain to me about a vaccine that they're telling me I need to get... Then why should you get it? I was like, I ain't no, I ain't no hoe. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an <laughs> f boy. Like, I mean, I'm having like illicit sex. I'm a teenager. I'm like kind of stupid. Yeah. But I'm also not doing this. Right. Like, I don't know what you think I'm doing, but mm -hmm. I'm not getting HPV. Yeah. And and they were just kind of like, what? Well, you know, we've been told you should get it. And I remember thinking that was very weird. I told my mom even. I was like, hey, they told me I should get this vaccine. Mm -hmm. My mom's very pro vaccine. But you know that I even I have health complications that they, they yep. believe were, were related to vaccines i'm a, i've never been against vaccines in my life Neither. but particularly is like 
I had whooping cough and scarlet fever as a baby within weeks after I got my vac- vaccinations. Really? Yeah. And I was on a ventilator mm-hmm. and that's why I have a low white blood cell count. I wish it was just like HIV. Like I was stupid and I had sex one time and I could just blame it. Like, ah, you dumb Elijah. You done did something stupid. <laughs> you and didn't then you, wrap it. That you got. Yeah. You didn't wrap it. And now you have HIV. It was like, no, like literally like I have an immune problem in my body because i had such high temperatures as a baby in an incubator when i was born Mm. that i almost died and they couldn't explain it like you they say they they can't explain it but it just correlated to within weeks after i got vaccinated that i developed two major infections and ended up having extreme lung problems to where i was on you know i've been on cortical steroids different kind of things and i've had to fight that through exercise through hard work through nutrition but ultimately speaking now that i look back on it I don't know what these vaccines have been proven to have saved me from like permanently. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot to be said. And again, I hate that we can't even talk about this. Just even questioning like you and I are just backing and forth and we're not out here going, hey, don't vaccinate your babies. We're just going read about it before you do, I guess. Um, I hate that we can't have this conversation without being accused of being anti-vaxxers. I mean, if if I've had an autoimmune response and now have a chronic pain condition that that was the result of a vaccination that I shouldn't have gotten. And by the way, Gardasil has had so many problems. Sarah Gonzalez, who works here at Blaze, actually told me to watch um, a documentary about it. She said, it's going to enrage you, Sydney. You're going to be so angry that you have that in your system. Um, and I have no doubt that it will because from everything that I've read about Gardasil, et cetera, et cetera. And this is just the example that I'm using for this. Naturally, there's a bunch of other things and other vaccines that people question too, which I think is fair enough. I think it's okay to question things. That's And this is the point of all of this is that questioning things is natural and it should be accepted and we should be able to do that without being name called or shamed or made to feel like there's something wrong with us because we have questions about the world around us and what's being put into our bodies. And even my mom said to me recently, and this made me feel really bad for her, not for me, but for her. She said, "It if, if I did this to you because I didn't check and I didn't make sure what was being put in my child's body when she was, you know, a teenager, when she's not paying attention to it. I, as your parent, should have been more aware, should have done my research. And maybe I could have saved you all the pain and suffering and all the things that you go through with this. And I mean, like, you know, mom, if you're watching this, I totally don't blame you. It's absolutely not your fault. Our parents things happen. They were <laughs> ignorant, not stupid. No, exactly. Because I they mean, didn't have trust- the internet and they were trying, they were trying to deal with you're, professionals. You're trusting. You're they trusting. They have blind trust of institutions, yes. which we should not have. Yes. I mean, I And that it's sad today, too, that when you go to the doctor, right, and I know this again with with trying to find and sorry, guys, that I'm talking so much about this, but I know this, too, with trying to find out what I had initially when it cropped up, when the symptoms started getting really bad. And I was like, what is this? And I went to a male doctor and he basically he literally said to me, go home, wait three months, six months. Maybe the pain will stop. I think it's nerve damage. And I was like. I don't know if you understand the degree to which this is this is hurting me because I am not coping with life right now. And thankfully, you know, through doing my own research and whatnot, I found ways of coping with it. And now I have flare ups, you know, maybe 10 percent of the time rather than 40, uh, 50 percent of the time, which it was before I was on and off being constant pain. Whatever. But it's sad that, you know, you go into your doctor's office expecting them to not not only you I mean, we don't expect them to have all the answers, but you certainly expect them to know things no more than you because they spend how many years at university studying and, and doing all these you know trials and tests and going and working in hospitals and what have you. You expect them to be trustworthy. And what I'm finding more and more is that my trust in the medical system is 
just at an all-time low these days. And I hate saying that too, because again, there are so many good, trustworthy doctors out there who are trying their best, who aren't these run-of-the-mill, mediocre, horrible people that are just like, oh, go away for six months, hopefully the pain stops. And there are ones who try really hard to actually find things out for you and they do the right thing. But I don't, I don't know. I think that's I think that's kind of where we're at, where a lot of people are feeling very distrusting. Well, and they should be. Let's get a Nick, Nicki Minaj. I always want to say Nicki Minaj because I call my wife Nicki Minaj. I can't even get into that one. That's shout out to you, Aldo. <laughs> we call her Nicki Minaj because she's, she's a star of the home. I was thinking about that before. I haven't heard her be called Nicki Minaj in a hot hot second. We call her Nicki Minaj. Uh, <laughs> so we have these, some of these tweets, though. So she spoke out and just questioned. She wasn't even being an anti-vaxxer. She wasn't mm-hmm. coming out. Even now, like we could just talk about the, the, the potential dangers of vaccines, et cetera. And it's interesting. Like She actually says this. Uh, you know how many U.S. presidents were white supremacists? Oh, please, just stay on the topic. Y'all can't do that. The topic is asking questions is okay, but let's make the topic Nikki talks to white racists so that you can all sleep better tonight. Meaning, Nikki asks a question to understand the efficacy of these vaccines. Yep. And immediately people turn this into a racism discussion. Well, it's because she quoted, so what happened was Tucker Carlson spoke about her. And her questioning of the vaccination and, you know, naturally everything she said about this. Um, he spoke about that on his show and she reposted the video of it and basically did a little target target um, emoji to say, yes, th- I basically agree with this. And um, and so then people are jumping on her and going, no, this is, a, you know, this is a white nationalist here. Uh, we can play that clip, honestly, if you have a brand and that would be great then for context. Oh, he's fine. It's Nicki Minaj's cousin's friends I love Tucker. who are swollen from too. taking the vax. That's the claim. But it's not anything to do with the physical effect of the vaccine that makes our political class mad. It's the last part of Nicki Minaj's tweet that enrages them. The part where she says you should prey on it, make the decision yourself like a free human being, and, quote, don't be bullied. So our media and public health officials didn't like this because they make their livings bullying people. So they couldn't let it stand. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that I like this, I'm saying I feel like she's open minded enough or at least self-aware enough when she sees someone coming to her defense that she doesn't actually agree with in everyday life. I think it's possible. This thing, these things happen sometimes, too. Like AOC said stuff where I've gone. Yeah, actually, I generally fundamentally agree with what you're saying here. I don't agree with you as a human 99 percent of the time, but there's one percent where I do. And that's all that's happening here. And I it, and it was, in fact, her cousin's friend that had an issue with the vaccination. People are saying that it was an STD. So they're saying that the man got an STD, became impotent, and then tried to um, basically backtrack. And like a lot of you guys will be watching this. So so like you could make dumb decisions. You could do stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. You can put your schlong in some mom or something. I don't know. That was a <laughs> rhyme. But you can go there. And you could end up with a disease, especially in certain countries where they're just – Using plastic bags as condoms, it's gross, right? Yeah, you've I seen mean, that? Yeah, oil you, you as lubricant. Mm-hmm. And yes, I've, trust me, I've taken some courses in college that we'll talk about at another time because this is a live show and I can't talk about them. Have you ever flayed a um, dead person's genitals? Because I, I have. Oh. I have. I've been around them and I've seen them and I've been around a lot of cadavers. So let's just not go there. I, was, I mean, as you were talking about putting condom, well, plastic bags on people as condoms in university, I'm thinking, what school did you go to, Elijah? Zabagabungu. We, were, we weren't doing that. Congo.
And that's what I've seen over the Congo and different these different places uh, where they actually um, put plastic bags as condoms, which is disgusting. But I will say on top of that, uh, premarital sex is gross. Okay, see, like I got you. Uh, but 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 I do want to bring out the fact that with with Nikki calling this out, this is so funny because the fact that we can talk about this is mm-hmm. you and I are known to question things. We we question narratives. Yeah. I w- was never even a big questioner of, of vaccines or anything. But when I started seeing that the narratives changed to where if anything you question, basically, let me summarize this. If you question something and the reaction is not scientific or fact based, it's vitriol and it's emotional. Mm -hmm. You're usually asking the right questions. So if you ask a question and that question makes you a bad person, keep going. Right. Because questions should not determine morality or your character. Questions should determine whether you're arriving at the truth. So if I'm to ask about vaccines and say, does this vaccine work? And someone says, yes, 273 studies show that it does work. We did one study on the other end and it showed it does work. And then we did two counter studies and it also works. Mm -hmm. So your questioning of this actually hurts public health. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, oh, does this therapeutic that's being marketed as a vaccine truly work to the capacity it was marketed as in early 2021? And then they go, you anti-vaxxer, you hate democracy, you don't like the world, do you want your grandma to die? Look at you, you sick shit, what are you doing out here? Delete him, delete him. And you go, oh, okay, so I'm asking the right questions because this became an argument very quickly about if I'm a good person or not mm-hmm. and whether or not I'm, I'm a part of the global society and not whether or not I just want to know the truth. Because yep. questioning science is science, objectively. Yeah. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj is not that bright, Okay. She's not bright. She's not bright at all. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot of brain cells functioning very well. It could be not a lot of synapses firing no. too often. No. She just asked very Neurons simple firing, questions. Rather. She asked very simple questions. Just like before I get this, I want to know if there's some long-term side effects because I'm hearing reports of this. Yeah. And it didn't stop people like Joy Reid from calling her out and the left from attacking her mm-hmm. endlessly. Yeah. Making this about her race. So if they make it about like for me, they would make it about morality because I'm the race arguments don't work with me like the race arguments don't work work with you either. No, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. no. Well, my thing here is when people make it about all these arbitrary things that don't directly relate to the actual issue and they try to move the goalposts, which I don't know for, for people who've read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, believe it or not, that's actually a thing that he discussed when it came to winning or to, to basically like furthering your your agenda. If you can isolate people, if you can change the goalposts, if you can move the goalposts, you stand a better chance of reorientating the conversation, directing it away from the original topic and moving it somewhere else. So rather than talking about, is it okay to ask questions, then it becomes about, oh, I'm a black person, oh, this is a white nationalist, oh, you're supporting Tucker Carlson. But all of that is noise, none of that matters. What matters is, can you ask questions about the vaccine? Right. And the answer is no. Questioning the government is white supremacy. And that's what they've gotten down to. Questioning anything is white supremacy. Yeah, being polite is white supremacy. That's the problem. Eating bland food is white supremacy. And you know what? That's such bullshit. Like that white people have bland food. Oh, give me a break. White 
white food as if that's some stupid thing. If you have bland food, it's because you're a bad cook. It's not because <laughs> it's not because like I mean like I've had black roommates who suck at cooking and they eat disgusting grilled cheeses like anybody of any race. You're not good at cooking because you suck at making food. You don't know how to take care of yourself. That's not necessarily related to your race. Yeah, you just suck at cooking i think the italians and the french are like excuse me the americans american food <laughs> is great australian shepherd's pie give me a break that thing's epic it, uh, honestly the, so the other night when your wife made pie and i came over and ate some of it, it was butter meat. crust shepherd's pie so yes please good it was meat pie and i thought this is so reminiscent of back home and it made me miss australia because we have these things called four and twenty pies that are the best they are so good if your wife could recreate it if kezia can recreate it i'm on board i will never leave your house I will Kramer you until the day I die. Brandon disagrees. Brandon. Brandon does Brandon, think Brandon white people have bland food. Brandon thinks white people have bland food. Explain your case, I please. Mean, they, they, Ten Brandon. minutes. They do. And when I say white people, I mean mostly liberal white people. Not Sydney, of course. She's Australian. It doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, the fun thing about Nikki was they immediately attacked her for even talking to someone who they believe is a white supremacist. And that turned her very quickly. So it's fascinating to see them start eating their own because they're destroying their own base very quickly, which is why I'm kind of along the lines of Michael Malice, where I think we're winning because they're exposing themselves when they can't even agree with someone who they like quite a bit. Yeah, that's why when conservatives react to this, right? Because I posted a meme about this on my Instagram that basically said like, haha, it was actually one that my friend made. And he said, you know, the boys and me going to buy Nicki Minaj merch after she posts three anti-establishment tweets. And his joke was basically like people jump on the bandwagon of supporting somebody who says something that they agree with. That's pretty natural. I feel like we all do that. We support the things and the ideas that we that we naturally agree with or that align with our own views and, you know, beliefs about the world. Then people jump in and they go, but Sydney... She's going to be back to supporting the Democrats next week. And I go, well, I don't know. Maybe this is the red pill moment. Maybe this is like the turning point. You can't. I think it's I think it's great to foster these ideas in people and to foster their questioning of the narratives that are in place. So when it comes to Nicki Minaj, the way that I view it is that if you have someone as big as Nicki, right, talking about these things, presenting these ideas, pushing them forward to her enormous audience that you could probably argue swings to the left. And even if they don't swing to the left then they're probably politically ambivalent, they don't care. Mm -hmm. If it just makes a couple of them go, yeah, that's, yeah. Even if she goes next week back to defending the Democrats, which she probably will, I don't know. But if at least this makes a couple of people question something and it clicks a switch and it turns something on in their brain, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm one of these, you know, boring people, but I'm I'm happy with that. No, I am too. I think we have a, we have this as well right here. So Nikki Meninge, uh, <laughs> very small waisted, got a small waist, big breast, cute face, uh, girl here. Nikki Meninge said, right in response to his son Piker. Now we've talked about hemorrhoids before yes on the show who's a hemorrhoid elijah tell me hassan piker mm, you know he's kind of i said this <laughs> i said this recently he's kind of got that like dirty dirty like liberal vibe that i i kind of think he's kind of cute in some bizarre way yeah because he's he's kind of okay you know how when you he's the kind of guy who secretly does things with tommy laren yes and nobody's and she doesn't say anything he doesn't yes but they definitely did something in la yes. that's the kind of people they are yeah their politics aside mm -hmm. they get down uh, yeah yeah no sorry tommy but it's true there's something about him that he's just like this dirty hippie weirdo but i'm kind of like okay tommy's the same way i can where it's like I can, tommy's a conservative but like you know there's something else behind the shroud with mm -hmm. tommy yeah like you can see her 
She's cute. She's her nice. Free but she's got Britney something picture? going. Did you see her free Britney picture that no. she took? Oh, it killed me. Oh, my God. And the whole Britney thing is like, that's off the planet. But she took this photo dressed as Britney from the video clip, um, Hit Me Baby One More Time or Baby One More Time, whatever that song's called. And she's got her little pigtails and the little white shirt that's that's tied up. And I looked at it and I thought, Tommy. Hey, look, I, I, I'm into like girls being cute as much as the next human being that likes girls being cute. I, I can appreciate a good looking girl. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, nah. Tommy Pass. is petty AF. That's a true statement. I've Be never met her. I can't comment. Well, Tom, I love Tommy. I'm not talking smack on Tommy. Just Tommy's Tommy. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but I'm saying like Hassan Piker is like the liberal Tommy. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like that. There's a lot of similarities. And he's kind of hot. This is like the OOC thing that we were talking about but, with Chrissy. But that's what I'm trying to say. It's like I'm not talking smack on Tommy. Like, Tommy's Tommy's got a lot of good beliefs. I'm just saying Tommy's like this kind of like bitchy, hot white girl. Like, given too much credit for what she says. She's just angry half the time. <laughs> and she gets put in Fox Nation. She's there. and In the kitty corner. And But everyone's like, yeah, they defend Tommy. Don't you dare attack my Tommy. It's like, okay, simp. STFU. You know, but they, they go, that's that's what Hassan is. Hassan is a liberal. Who buys $3 million mansions. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Tommy is an overpaid person with regurgitated ideas who's angry. Like, Lauren Southern's way better in terms of original ideas, Lauren Southern, than, than yeah. Tommy. But, of course, you know, she gets blacklisted because she's willing to say what matters. My point with Tommy, this isn't a shit on Tommy moment. I just know that with Tommy specifically, Tommy... Hassan, these are the same type of people. They're attractive. They're in where they're at because they're good looking. Like Hassan would be nowhere if he looked like Vosh. Jeez. Yeah, that's true. But then why is Vosh where Vosh is? Vosh is because Vosh uh, gives off autistic vibes and it talks about CP I'd like to and get having him on the show. sexual relations with children. I'd like to get him on the show, actually. I would love to have Vosh I don't on know the if show. He'll do it. Vosh and Nick Fuentes. Great combination. Oh, together? Yes. Oh, God. Oh, I don't know. I Poor Brandon it. will be sweating. They'll just be sweat dripping off his face. Two we'll... people that people sweating. hate, but some people really love. I don't know. I feel like if we if we had Vosh on, we'd have to give him like a support dog, like another person. That I'm could... nice to Vosh public. I'm nice to everyone. I'm nice to Nick. I'm nice to everyone publicly. Yeah, I don't know. After he told me that the sexual assault that happened to me was bullshit, I don't know if I could be so nice to him about that. I'm just I didn't be know. I didn't know who he was when I first. I did a show with him one time. I didn't really know who he was. Mm -hmm. I thought he was a man in a man bun, and I didn't know who he was. A man in a man bun. You know, he used to be a Chad. You know, Vosh used to be a Chad, like a bodybuilder. Really? Yeah. How do you know guy. that? What were you doing that made John you John Doyle showed me. <laughs> of course John showed you that. John showed me. He used to be like a like a buff dude. Like he was a really attractive dude. Like buff, nice looking face, what chiseled then? jaw. See, Communism. They, 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 I was going to say they enter the gulag or like they, they decide that we need to be in the gulag. And then it's like they put on a bunch of weight, grow a fat, Well, he's, he's weird, a horrible weird. person. He's a horrible person. Yeah. But I'm I'm not uh, I'm not objecting to that. I'm like I didn't know that he was because yeah. I wasn't familiar with his views. Yeah, I thought he was just a YouTuber like anybody else. No, and then I talked to him on an interview, and then someone was like, "Yo, do you know that guy uh, promotes CP and 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 uh, you know maps? You, you know, know what maps are? Mild attracted. I mean, minor, minor attracted, attracted person. Per person, people, yeah. person, yeah, person. Basically, a, a PEDO. You know uh, Isaac Butterfield, the Australian comedian. Love him. Vosh called him a groomer, so that he really, groomed, yeah. It was. It's a lot. Anyway, moving on from Vosh, uh, to to <laughs> to back to this Nicki Minaj thing, okay. Young Turks. So I mean, Hassan is like, yeah, hey, uh, you know that Tucker's a, a, a white supremacist, basically, or a white nationalist, and she actually had, she actually defended the viewpoint of, of basically saying, yeah, I don't give a crap 
what his views are. He's right in this one instance, and I just, I don't know, I, we got to give credit yeah, to just, that. Yeah, just because a president, like she was saying, like just because a president was a white supremacist or whatever she's saying, mm-hmm. I'm not agreeing with that, just saying what she's saying, yeah. is that doesn't mean that their ideas of life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness were wrong. Like, like someone is inherently wrong in all things just because of that. Can yeah. we go back up to that Hassan, uh, that Hassan tweet there for a second? If we can bring that on the screen. There you go. She's like, she owns him, right? Because she, she takes him down. And Hassan essentially is just a living meme for the left. Seriously. And this is the kind of place, like, you are here. It's 2021. Yep. And Nikki Maninj is uh, arguing with Hassanabi, Hassan Piker, who, by the way, is an insufferable son of a bitch. And I have ran into him before. And, you know, I, I have ran into some of these people in the real world. Um, they wouldn't remember. They wouldn't know. And they are full of themselves. They they don't live out anything they believe. Like, at least as a capitalist, like I'll vehemently admit like i'm trying to make a lot of money in my life at some point i like success i don't think anything wrong with success i don't believe in excess Mm. um success over excess i don't really need anything too crazy in my life i want to provide for my family like any man does or in your case any woman might want to do which i don't believe it was meant to be that way but that doesn't matter but i will say that the fact that she's able to to beat hassan Mm -hmm. is so While important. defending Tucker Carlson, well, like, just by the way. This shows you how, how smokescreen the arguments for vaccine mandates and all these things are. If, someone like, if Nicki Minaj can beat Hassan Piker, that shows three things. Mm-hmm. Hassan Piker sucks. <laughs> number two, Nicki Minaj <laughs> is not as dumb as we think she is. And number three, these arguments are so weak yep. that everyone should feel empowered to realize that all these pundits and all these people like Joy Reid and Hassan that are calling you an idiot and a covidiot and a maggot and all this bullshit, those people are not as bright as you think they are. Mm-hmm. And it's not that hard to combat them because you don't need to have credentials. You don't need to be smart. You just need to have a brain, a normal IQ, and just say, hey, logic, logic check, um, you're stupid. This is why I'm saying I don't think, so like, I don't think she's that dumb. I just think she's just actually kind of self-aware i feel like she's kind of self-aware i'm just i'm putting that out there i know people don't agree i don't really care if you agree i think she's self-aware enough to understand that and she basically said this in all of her follow-ups because she made a video about this i don't know if we have that i don't know if i don't know if you had time to to grab that but effectively in this video she and people can go and see this it's on her instagram go check it out she basically says it's ridiculous to me that i'm not allowed to question this why can't i question this and why am i now banned from twitter for questioning something and it goes to show again that she's kind of i feel like she's kind of realizing that it's not this black and white thing it's not like oh you know i have to inherently be on the side of the democrats and i inherently have to agree with all their talking points and their viewpoints i am allowed to have ideas that sit outside of my tribe that's why tribalism it honestly makes me so mad seriously no i do and you know before we go any further i want you to remember that if you read the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode on your browser, I don't know what you're doing, boys. <laughs> but it says that you you might uh, actually have your information recorded, whether from your employer, your school, your internet service provider. And the reality is, is you want to stop those people from getting your information. You want to stop people from selling your personal search history. And they use this against you. They hate you and they use it against you. Even your internet service providers take your information through your IP address. They track you. And they sell it to people who use it to censor you. Disgusting. Which is why you need to have a VPN on all of your devices, including your phone, your tablet, and your computer. If you go to expressvpn.com slash you are here, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, 
vpn.com slash you are here. You can get three months free of a, uh, or three months free, I guess, of a year subscription, which is amazing because what this does, it scrambles your self-identifier. Essentially, if I took your personal ID and I put it in a vat of acid and made it confusing and hard to read because the ink got melted off, they do that with your online footprint by uh, jumping you around the world so that people cannot sell and track your data. That's so important and it doesn't slow down your devices. If you want to stay anonymous online and you don't want people to use your info against you, go to expressvpn.com slash you are here. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Y-O-U-A-R-E-H-E-R-E right now to be able to control yourself and to give yourself what you need in order to uh, protect yourself online. Anyway, check it out today. I encourage you to do so. Go to expressvpn.com slash you are here and get three months free today. So you were talking about this, though, like the kind of BS. I think we have more of this. Oh, there's heaps in the Nicki Minaj thing. Can we just start bringing up tweets? You just have tweets. I know you have them. Can we bring them up and just discuss them? Go ahead and take this one. And that's where they keep missing the mark. It'll scare people even more. Can't joke their way out of it. Can't try to make people look stupid. Can't say they've tested everyone in the country and this never happened. They doth protest too much. Just say everything has a side effect and go. She's responding, it looks like, to a follower. So this was a Nicki Minaj tweet where it looks like she's responding to a follower. Who, uh, Brandon, can we chuck that back up again? I don't read that quickly. <laughs> So basically, uh, the, the follower said, for everybody who's who can't see this, because I do realize some of you are just listening to this, the uh, follower said, y'all acting like this virus comes with no side effects makes me not want to take it even more. So I'm so I think it's interesting again too. I mean, I, guys, you know how tired I am of talking about bloody COVID and vaccinations and things. And there were some other things that bloody COVID. I was saying to Elijah today, I'm like, there's this story popping off at the moment about uh, a girl that's gone missing in I think Utah that yeah. I'm so obsessed with. And I was I was saying to Elijah, please enlighten me. I'm very confused on this. Well, I mean, if uh, so, I again, I was saying to Elijah before the show, I am obsessed with this story. I came into his house. I'm talking to your wife, and I'm going. Did you hear about this girl that went missing? And she was like, yes, I'm watching a video about it right now. It was a very, it was a cool moment. Not for the girl, obviously, who's gone missing. But I feel like this is something that's up your alley because it kind of speaks to this whole how everything quickly becomes about race. And this is and this is why when I was reading about this, my immediate thought was, why are we making this a race issue? So basically what happened was a 22-year-old woman went uh, to do a van drive around the country thing, like a backpacking type thing with her boyfriend or her fiance, rather. And... Subsequently, the boyfriend comes home without her. So now she's missing. We don't know where she is, yada, yada, yada. And as I'm reading through this story, and guys, this story is mental. When you go and look into it, all the moving bits, there's so many components to this. People decided that it was necessary to make the entire thing about the police force and about rape. Uh, not about rape, sorry, about um, skin color. Oh, my <laughs> wow. God, sorry. Um, so it's, it was one of those things that <laughs> I know my brain short circuits, and I say things, and I go, no, Sydney, that was yeah, not Yeah, I word. raped her. No, I... <laughs> I charged her credit card. You're like, oh, that's two different things, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my God. It's very bad confusion. I'm fried, guys. Like, um, I'm one of those people that I, I am talking, and I just go, nah, I'm losing my mind as I'm going. Um, if we can chuck that tweet up, actually, that would be awesome, the, the race-based one, if we can do that. That would make me a very happy human. Anyway, the point was, I was reading through tweets, and basically, this this is just one example of the many that you can read about this issue, where this girl goes, um, there's so many black and brown little girls missing, but when it's a white girl who vanishes, it's a nationwide search and hits CNN. This makes me annoyed on so many levels because there's there's a ton of white girls that go missing every year. In fact, I think that one of the biggest uh, portions of women who go missing or the biggest portion of people who go missing actually are Native Americans. 
Uh, people can fact check me on that one. I, but I do believe that a huge, huge, huge portion of Native American girls go missing all the time. So it's I don't know why people have to make this stuff about race. You have a girl that's that's gone missing that we don't know where she is. We don't know what's happened to her. This is not a race thing. This is a sad, sad, bloody story where more than likely this girl has probably been murdered. Let's be completely honest. Like, I, I mean, the likelihood of finding her at this stage after she's been missing for, what, two weeks is probably quite slim. And then the other thing, too, Elijah, is that now that there's body cam footage that's been released about this entire thing where you see the young girl interacting with cops um, after she's basically got into a domestic situation with the boyfriend, people are now making this a cop issue where they're saying, oh, you know, the, the police... Uh, are treating this white man differently to how they would treat a black man. And it's like, the, what? Well, also, too, because quite frankly, this is an interesting case. And black people kill each other statistically in a lot of a lot of young black men mm -hmm. in gang violence. And quite frankly, contributing members of society just don't care about that uh, because we should because a lot of this uh, gun violence is used to push anti-gun rhetoric. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, like the south side of Chicago, people just don't care because they're just living their lives. And you go, well, if these people who are lower income want to kill each other, then whatever. And that's that's how they think. Honestly, mm -hmm. I, I have friends in Chicago and the government there, too. And that's how they think. I mean, if the black people, young men want to kill each other, just let them be. And that's why you always hear these statistics about Chicago, mm -hmm. about black and uh, shooting each other, shooting children, women, mm -hmm. etc., you go, why does no one care? Mm -hmm. And it's not inherently because they're black. It's because black people don't care about themselves. Mm -hmm. And there are black people that really do care. So I'm not I'm not using a racist rant or something like, and black people don't care about their own deaths. No, a lot of black people do. But the problem is, is that a lot of the race baiting yeah, but then they draw black... comparisons between the way that a white person's treated in a completely no, no, it's, unrelated it's because, situation. No, it's because the black grifters who could help their black communities mm -hmm. race bait use the black community and the crimes as a way to raise money. And then when they get enough money, they invest their that money outside of the black community and mm -hmm. they end up buying homes in white neighborhoods and they never end up actually helping their own black community get out of this crime cycle. Yeah, but then And so that's why people don't care about the black community because the black people don't care about themselves. Like that's really what it is. It's going, why would I care about your community if your leaders don't care about you? They rape you and use you, your money and your wallet, and they take money out to buy themselves homes mm -hmm. in Santa Monica Mountains mm -hmm. rather than going back and like Nan, uh, what's it? Maxine Waters mm -hmm. doesn't even live in her own district, right? Like, so she's like yeah. in this Compton area, and she supports the black people that she won't even live with her own people per se yeah. and help them out. She lives way far away. So I'm saying like that people that are pointing out that people care about this being white. No, people have racial preferences. People care about their own communities. People care about where they live. And if this person was just black and her boyfriend murdered her on a van trip, people would care. I don't know how many black people are going on van road trips. That sounds like a very white it really Pacific does. Northwest thing. <laughs> really Not does. that black people. I know a lot of based cool black people who yeah. would do that. Yeah. But realistically, I would say someone that would go on a van trip and go out in the in the wild mm -hmm. is going to be some yuppie white person that wears Patagonia from Portland or I'm, Seattle. I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. I'm pretty sure they're they're in literally Patagonia in the pictures. Oh really? I'm we have, we have the body cam footage of that apparently. We, yeah. So that's and that's what I. I've, if Brandon, if we could grab that off on screen, that would be great. Because when you watch the way that the police are interacting, and mind you guys, like the police are interacting with people that have had a domestic 
situation. They, they've so basically, uh, the girl Gabby is her name. Uh, allegedly beat the boyfriend. You can see scratches on his face and whatnot. And again, this this story. This is why I find this this topic so interesting. Why I find this story so interesting, albeit exceedingly sad, because I think we can all kind of summarize what's probably happened here and what's happened to this young woman. Um, but this is why I find this so interesting because you have now a racial element. Now you have the policing element, and then you have a domestic violence element, which. If you go on Twitter and you read about this, people are already picking sides, picking, you know, she probably beat him. So this is, you know, he's reacting to that or no, this is, you know, it's it's all his fault. So let's chuck that video up if we could of the of the cops interacting. I was just saying, I'm sorry if I'm in a bad mood. I've just been really stressed. I had so much work I was doing on my computer this morning. What do you do for a living? Um, well, I, I hate for getting an organic juice bar, but I just hit my job. Okay. I was a nutritionist. So there's a couple other clips. Um, I don't know if we have them, but there's a couple other clips of the boyfriend interacting with the cops as well. And again, I don't know how interested people are in this sort of stuff, but I think as this story starts to progress, I think it's going to catch national attention. Um, if we have the clip of the boyfriend interacting with the cops, that would be awesome too. But I, for people who, again, for the people who can't see this on screen and for people who couldn't really understand what she was saying, uh, people want to bring up the fact that the cops are being very nice to her and the cops are also very nice to the boyfriend as well when they're interacting with him. What I find interesting about this is it's like <laughs> they're not holding weapons. Did, they're he, not... did he kill this girl? I'm confused. We don't, we don't know. She's missing. She's missing. And the boyfriend is returned back from this trip without trip. her. And so the point is, is that this girl's missing. Everyone says we only care because she's white. Yes. Which, again, we talked about holds some connotationally true positioning because i'm just trying to say just because of like the reality of, of our current social condition mm -hmm. but also there's nothing wrong with caring about this this is a very interesting thing because we care because these are not people who would normally yeah just vanish this is not a gang violence you go, ah, gang violence Pfft, heard it before yeah random young little college educated kids on a trip vanishing well that's kind of rare Let's find out what actually is happening. Yeah, I mean, and this is why this is why I'm bringing this up because I know that this story is going to blow up in the next couple of days. I know that it's going to keep getting more and more attention because more things are going to come out. We're going to keep getting more new information about it. The boyfriend's lawyered up. The boyfriend won't talk. The boyfriend came back without her. We're going, what is happening? Then this body cam footage comes up. And my thing looking at this, right, as somebody who talks a lot about men's rights and feminism and all this sort of stuff, and this is the reason why I'm interested in this, and I hope everybody can see the value of this in the ongoing, you know, social discussions that we have, is the fact that from this issue that's super sad, a young girl is missing, a guy now, you know, is not helping in the investigation to find this girl. Now we have all these stupid social discussions coming out of it that relate to race, policing, and domestic violence. People and are saying that John Doyle did it. Uh, Freaking John. That's like the, the, about 80% of the chat right now is blaming John Doyle for murdering this woman. Do we think she's been murdered? I'm interested, guys. Do you think that it's that she's yeah. been murdered? Or, this is what I think, I reckon that they got in a fight and that he left her. And he was like, bye, and then he... Let's bring this up. I'm never trying to murder you or my wife. Let's okay. just get that on the table. Thank you. I like you. Thank you. 
Sometimes. No, I like you most of the time. I, I you like, know that I, reminds me of is that, that vine that's like, I brought you frankincense. Thank you. And myrrh. Thank you. Murder. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like that one. No, but I like you. I, but I was talking to my friend. I'm really glad you like me. No, but I, was talking to my friend, <laughs> I was talking to my friend last night. And I was like, do you ever think of yourself like to yourself, like, what the F did you get yourself involved in? And of course, people think like, oh, you're talking about your marriage. I'm like, no, like giving women equal opportunity in society. <laughs> Where's this going? Like, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, what did we what were we thinking? This is insane because I swear. OK, so <laughs> this is totally funny, but but I'm a pretty I, I'm a pretty hyped person, but I'm also not one to genuinely just get angry, especially at my wife or anybody. And I joke with Kez because I go, I'm pretty just who I am. I saw you almost get angry this afternoon though. That was kind of shocking. Yeah, almost, that's you a key thing. You almost got angry and I could see you like doing your yeah, little emotional bubble. Yeah, but I, but I do that. So, so I, I have this real thing where like I actually, and a lot of guys on here will totally get this, especially with chicks, where you just like sometimes I don't know if you if you you might tap your your knees you might like play with your hands if you did a lot of meth I don't know what you did but <laughs> but but also for me I'll just I, I like someone will be pushing me and I just my 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 joints lock and I just sort of like clench my fi like fists or I'll just grab my knees yeah you're doing this standing in yes. the cupboard yeah and, and I'm watching just, you like yeah. he's clenching his hands yeah and I'm just like <sighs> and I have to breathe because I'm about to snap. I swear sometimes there's nobody other than than your spouse that like even if you have a good marriage I have a great marriage that's so happy we're just like damn it woman what the fuck like seriously <laughs> how in the world did you like I'm having a good day I don't we're having a great time I'm okay I like you we like each other this is a good marriage you're so good but I'm so pissed off right now because you pushed me to the point where I'm going to snap. And women know, you know, you know this, you know, and I've talked to women about this and mm -hmm. you agree, you better agree with me or I'm going to beat you. No, I'm just going to, you better agree with me. You're going to get my Jalala body, a Taliban uh, <laughs> anger. No, but you go, you're, you're sitting there and you go, I talked to a girl about this. This is so sick that women do this. Yeah. This is so sick. She admitted to me. She was like, yeah, you're at that point where you go, I'm about to push this guy over the board <laughs> and I or overboard. I have the power right now to either end this and calm this down or, just or go I'm going to go boop. under, get under his, his, his skin mm -hmm. and I'm going to make him snap. And I go, girl, you testing us in a fist fight. This ain't going to end well. Luckily there's laws, but here we go. So you push him in a feminist society and I, cannot believe that women know they have that power we do and then you use it sometimes and that's what i've never i'm not a violent person i've never been a violent person people accuse me of not being violent enough so i never would get violent towards a woman or anything like that but i'm just like i've never i can get with leftists lawyers doctors people who fight with me online the church of satan argued with me and i'm like cool let's go mm. but a woman that's close to you that knows your insecurities and stuff can just get you to the point where you snap and i'm wondering if that's what happened. Yes. Because I'm saying you're like on a van trip and you're like, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. It's like that TikTok. Nobody's going to totally, know. They're totally going to know. No, they're not going to know. <laughs> they're not going to know. And I don't know what he did, but I'm like, I'm not making a lot of the situation, but I've been in those situations where a woman just takes you to that boiling point where you're like, we're ta we're the 19th amendment. We're ruining. This is to over. To be fair though, <laughs> men do it back. Like, they're, really? they're, yeah. So I am 
people can probably already guess this. It's weird because you are actually so mellow. You're genuinely one of my most relaxed friends, despite how ah, on you camera are. I'm pretty you're crazy. In, you're intense, but in real life, I'm the one that's like zero to 100 angry, mm -hmm. and you're the one that's like, why are you yelling? So it's funny because with as a woman, and especially me as like a woman that's a zero to 100 woman, and mind you, I'm in the same boat. I have never hit someone out of anger. I would never do that. I'm so not orientated that way. I am a crier. When I get angry, I cry. But men will do it too, right? They'll push you, push you, push you right to the precipice, and then they go, why are you being crazy? And that's it. That's like zero to 100. You're like, you know what? I'm going to burn the house down. I don't even care. I'll burn everything in this. I'll, I'll lock the doors. I'm going to just firebomb your car. Like, what are we even doing here? And they push you right to the very edge and then off the cliff. So do we think that he murdered her? And I, I think I'm not he left her. This. I think he left Where her. Where did he leave her? I reckon what happened was, so the last time they were seen, oh, and this is the other part of this story that's so psychotic, guys. I know you're probably like, Sydney, why are you stuck on this? I don't know. I like this kind of crap. I love this sort of weird forensic <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but there's this like theory that if you murder someone, I didn't know about this, but if you murder someone in this area called the dead zone, I believe, which is in Yellowstone. So basically Yellowstone, as far as my understanding goes, branches into a couple of different states. So you have Wyoming, which has the majority of it. Then you have Montana and then Idaho. If you kill someone on the Idaho side of the dead zone, you can basically theoretically get away with murder. So if you went to uh, court and you were charged and yada, yada, you could say, yep, I want a jury of my peers. There's there are no people live in the Idaho side of uh, of Yellowstone, no, at least not not in the way that this thing is formulated. People can look it up. I'm not explaining it very well. So people are saying on the Internet that this dude murdered this girl and then did it in the dead zone so that he can avoid charges. It's like, how insane are you, Internet? What is happening right now? They're also trying to say that two other women who were murdered in the same area, uh, a lesbian couple, actually a married lesbian couple. They're trying to say that he murdered them, too. And I'm just like, this is how stuff gets so crazy and out of whack. It's true. Also, actual Justice Warrior is in the chat. And is our boy Sean? Yeah, Sean's there. Sean, Aww. you better go follow his, his profile. boy. Well, we're going to keep talking about this from day to day. We have more to I'm talk about. I'm bringing this up, guys. I'm we, sorry. We this, also, this story. We also have a guest uh, tomorrow night. We do. A very, a very special Who's coming tomorrow night. One. Are we allowed to say? Yeah, of course. You should always announce guests. Our, our baby girl, Blair White, is coming on. I'm very excited about it. Blair, Blair is actually a friend of both Elijah and me, and so I'm really excited. Imagine this. You know what pisses some people off the most? is that I'm good friends with Blair White and John Doyle at the same at time. At the same time. It's like two schisming human beings. Blair's genuinely a nice person. I man. like Blair as a person. We disagree on lifestyle choices, but it doesn't matter. In the end, this is entertainment. I do want to get into the super chats. We're going to get, this, get your super chats in now. We're going to get through these, these super chats right now. We have to talk about these. This is so important. Are you seeing some super mean ones? I love the mean ones. Um, I'm feeling like in the future, <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to get super chats. Um, wait, actually, can you pull up Twitter? I can give you a link here. Um, to, do you guys to, want the super chats read in my voice or in life? No, let's go both. Open up, uh, just open up Twitter real fast. I can just shoot you a link. <sighs> here we go, I think fam. my Twitter is open. I'm not that so clever. I'm just uh, I'm just sending it to you um, here. It's in the uh, in the slightly offensive uh, chat. But let's Me get trying to use the 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 Apple. The go Apple in that. Is... Go in that. Go in the the there. Yep. Yep. No. Click uh, it. Click it left. <laughs> You're so uh, nothing. <laughs> click on that. Now click on that. Click on that. Did you did you just click nearly call me stupid? Yeah. Click on that left side. Guys, he nearly go. Click me on that. <laughs> I can't, you're uh, you're unhelpable. Okay. Here we go. Let's get. I'm in, so bad with let's these. Let's get into some of these chats here. Oh, um, I did it. I did it. I okay, did it. so click on that link and All that right. should take you here. And then oh something went wrong. Yeah, never, mind. never mind. Okay, so let's get into some of these. We're at <laughs> Nikki Maninj. We're hey, gonna talk Elijah, about these. You know that I'm just you know, I'm just a poor woman who shouldn't have a job. I should be in the kitchen barefoot pregnant. I You're can't okay. I don't know how to work computers. You're okay. Just be gentle with me. 
Jake Dog said, "All right, no folk. Oh, I can't read that word. Never mind." Um, <laughs> Do you believe the Dead Sea turning blood red is a warning from God of the Great Tribulation? Love what you guys do. Did the did the Dead Sea just turn blood red? I don't know. Let me look that up. Did it? Brandon, can you look that up? We'll come back to this. Can you look that up for us for a second and see if the Dead Sea turned blood red? I don't know about this. We'll get back to this in a second. That's an Elijah question. Sydney can't wait. No, but also, that. too, it'd just be interesting to talk about. Jake Dog says, we are here. My favorite show. I hope it never end. Aww. And they put Murphy dog emoji. I love that. I'll have Murph in studio soon. He's just, he's losing all his teeth, guys. Seriously. I know I said this yesterday, but it's really cute. Do we have this? Uh, Brandon, can you put yourself on the screen here for a second? What happened here? Can you tell us any confirmations about this? Uh, I, apparently, the Dead Sea has turned red. I think they're still investigating the cause why. Maybe it was just trying on a new hair color. Maybe. Maybe you know, it was uh, trying like to... They like Chrissy's hair. You know? Yes, she's setting trends. She's a trendsetter. What mm -hmm. can we say? Who doesn't love I, a Actually, I, I don't know anything about this. I feel like this is usually attributed to things like bacteria, <laughs> actually, believe it or not. Because yeah. there are some... Like red tides. I wonder if this is a red tide or if it actually turned like viscous. Yeah, I mean, that would freak me out if it did. But I mean, like even in Australia, there's some lakes that are uh, pink. And I believe in actually Africa too. Don't quote me on that. But I know in Australia, certainly there's some like pink lakes that are mm -hmm. because of algae. I'm going to tell you this. to the, Those of you guys that stay for these... Congratulations, you're our real viewers. The yeah. fact, the people that pop off to go to other podcasts, okay, Very GTFO. Yeah. Let's keep going on this. Brian Schultz said, congrats, saying thank you, Brian, for your super chat. I really appreciate it. I appreciate everybody's. I also, just letting you know, congrats on the epic first week. Here's something to use to take Sydney out for dinner. Maybe somewhere that reminds her of home, like Outback Steakhouse. Just kidding. <gasps> I know, at least he said just kidding, because he knows that it's not, that's an American place. Oh, Outback is... I've never been. It's not that good. Okay. They have one in Surfer's Paradise, I think. Maybe not. What's that nice mall near the Gold Coast? Do you know? You know you're from Melbourne. I'm from Screw the you. bottom of the country. Keep up the amazing work and good luck and all the future success you both deserve. It's like me like, do you know anywhere in Salt Lake City that slaps? I don't know. Ask the Mormon guy. <laughs> uh, Yeah, anywhere but Salt Lake City. <laughs> that's generally... Do you I know? Like that's I felt like a vibe. criminal. So I went to buy a drink in Salt Lake City with Fleckas. Do you know Do they that just is? scream at you and throw you out? No, you had to like go in through a basement and I felt like I was committing a crime and I finally realized why my parents told me bars were bad because the people that were in a bar in Salt Lake City at 11 o'clock at night were very bad hombres. I believe it. Is that a thing where you're not allowed to drink? Because I, I know that that's like a Mormon hub, is it not? Uh, I mean, Salt Lake City is just the only city in Utah where you can do really anything. It's actually one of the gayest cities in America because they have nowhere else to go. How was, how was that? Did you enjoy yourself? In Salt Lake? No, I was in Provo, you see. Was it salty? Uh, just the water, but that's only if you drink it. Was I salty? No, I tried to escape as quick as I could. I don't know from experience, but I've heard things can get salty in the gayest city in America. <laughs> James K. said, any good advice for getting out of being blackpilled during these times? Yes, it's attitude, perspective. Like I think exercise is the key to this. Mm -hmm. Exercising, eating healthy, just feeling the energy levels up, and then you can make yourself. Also, bourbon's pretty good. <laughs> yeah alcohol uh always a always a good one actually i mean i say this is someone who really doesn't drink that often no um your advice is always pretty grounded in reality mine's like find a good outlet this is why people tease me for playing video games but i play video games because i like killing things in the games so that it's like downtime or reading reading's always a good outlet too yeah we have this though lauren smart said i really enjoy the show y'all keep it up i hope you're from the south because y'all is something y'all we love you. Mm. Paul Jason said, happy week anniversary. One week, woo -hoo, woo. which is true. Fully true. We mm -hmm. did get one full cycle 
we we've already bought the tampons. We're ready for the next. Yes, we do love tampons over here. Poppin, I won't read your name. Uh, <laughs> said love and appreciate you guys. Number three on the Blaze catalog. That's really good because my personal podcast is number eighteen now. Because you are the best worst show on Blaze TV. It's it's interesting. Because I have an episode coming out tomorrow with John and Chrissy, who we had on last night. Mm -hmm. I think it's the episode I'm going to get canceled for. No. Well, I believe you. (laughs) It's really bad. Like, I'm worried about it. Why? No, I know why. I don't even need to ask. John did something. We talked about... Let's just stop there. We don't need to ruin another show. You've already got one canceled. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Elijah. Don't get this one canceled. I'm we really just nervous. Started. I could see John was turning. mad and John led the direct... The conversation was supposed to be about things not making sense. And it ended up near John ready to start the capital... Never mind. Um, we know where you're going. Abel Garcia said, I love Abel. Elijah, to add from yesterday's show, I only transitioned halfway and would want you want me to reach out to you or wait for you to reach out to me. Um, Brandon, what's your email or best way to go? Oh, no. Abel, go to Twitter and go to you are here yeah. and then DM. DM him on Twitter. And that's how Abel Garcia, remember that, Brandon. We'll get we'll, we'll fly Abel out actually, because Abel's um really interesting. Abel, again, that's like detransition. That's just a great guest to have. Yeah. It would have been good to have Abel on with Blair. That would have been so interesting. But mm-hmm. we'll maybe we'll try the next one. We're doing day. tomorrow, uh, Abel. Yeah. Let uh, us know. Let us know. <laughs> Achilles said, Sydney, thank you for your uh, sanity. Wait, sanity safe space. I think it means sanity safe space. On the subject of Oz in the U.S., remember the golden rule. Never attribute to malice what can be explained by incompetence. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Uh, that's how I can never pronounce the name of the, the Helen's razor. Hanlon's, Hal, Alan's razor. Hmm. Hanlon's razor. That's a concept, Elijah. You know, I love Super Chats. The people that stick around for this is great. Um, Young Pei Chang. That sounds like a, I think that's your name. Sounds like my old roommate from college. Really? Mm-hmm. You had someone that you lived with called Chang? They were always making fun of my genitals, and they said, how long? How long is it? This is why things get uh, banned, Elijah. This is why <laughs> this show is not going to last a year, because you're going to be like, oh, yeah, the fry ride. We too low. Remember that? That was such a good one. Okay. Uh, SBG Tunnel Fox said, awesome show. OG Sydney fan and just started watching Binging Elijah. Oh, that's good, because a lot of people have been saying I'm insufferable, which is also true. So Can't- right, people apparently in the, get in the comments and say that I'm not intelligent, so that's my favorite. Oh, People say that about me, and the sad part is that with you, it's a burn. With me, it's just true. Um, <laughs> it, said, it says, uh, can't wait to watch you every day forever. Lol, pray for us in Victoria, Australia. It keeps getting worse every day, and you guys keep me sane. Good to know, Australia. What time is it in, in, in Victoria right now? I literally have this set. So everyone makes fun of me, yeah, because on my laptop, my laptop is set to Australia, to, to Melbourne time, and everyone goes, why is it like this? And I said, because I'm not ready to let go. So right now in Australia, it is 10 o'clock in Sydney. Actual Justice Warrior or anybody who's here for the uh, that event that's happening in Fort Worth, um, make sure you know you're welcome to come on the show as well. If you're, I know you're still watching this. You're welcome to come on here mm-hmm. multiple days in a row, too, if you're around. Yep. Um, Josh, oh my gosh, and Elijah, I challenge you to rock, paper, scissors. I choose scissors, but really, though, oh, well, scissors, what is that, rock? <laughs> beat ya um <laughs> but really though government leadership needs to be kicked in the balls and reformed totally true jeffrey mann sent 99 cents nothing there just sent 99 cents <laughs> nicole says i got the stupid hpv shot in 2010 or 2011 i didn't get all three doses it was forced on me by my father my mother was pissed did you true. have any negative side effects probably Jeffrey Mann said, Joy Reid is a hate monger. True. Yes. Josh Heonan says, love the new show, guys. Have a good back and forth. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Hmm. 
Tatiana says, hello from Hannibal, Missouri. Love the new show. I've been a fan of you both for a very long time. Thank you both, including John and Sav, for helping me not feel so alone in such a dark world. Mm-hmm. Shout out to John and Sav. Sav will be a guest on the show. She's She actually said something very nice, which I liked. Mm. She said, I want to be a guest on your show, but I want to go do something first for a reason to come on. I want to go create some footage, which is a challenge to you, Sav. She's like, I want to go to like a protest or a riot or do something crazy and get something that means that I can come on and share. And that's true. I totally said, yes, Sav, don't just get invited on the show because you're a cute little Filipina chick. Yeah. Just go do something. Go get punched in the face by Antifa mm-hmm. and then go viral and then we'll be here for it. <laughs> <laughs> we, lo- we love her. Um, the jester said, Sydney, look up Elohim and Michael Heiser for your common questions about Christianity. Christ followers have questions too, not just atheists. That's true, actually. And we talked about that on my show today where I said people, Christians got mad at me on Tim Pool for having real questions. I said when we talked about Christ, I was like, some of these things I'm still working out. I don't know why I can't just say that. Like, I'm still figuring a lot of stuff out. But I feel like that's the thing. I I would actually love to have a proper religious discussion on this show if people are interested at all because I feel kind of alienated as an atheist because I feel like when I, again, I read the comments, guys. I read your comments, so I see the mean ones. And I always am like... Why can't people just accept that I don't I don't believe things? And why can't they just accept that you believe things and have questions or whatever? Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why this is such a big issue, especially if we're all fighting for the same values. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be a religious person to do that. Mm-hmm. Are we- Sorry. That was a little <laughs> bit of like Wolf of Wall Street uh, stuff going on there. I was just saying like, we're, you know, because you know he made that up on the spot, by the way. That's a famous scene. I'm sorry. I love uh, Matthew McConaughey. I'm just saying like. I was totally random, but I was. <laughs> Yeah, I know you are. I don't know what so I, I just expect this from you, honestly. At this point, <laughs> at this at this point, I just go, yeah, Elijah, just start like. Ha- I thought you got your the chest. reference of like, yeah, let's go at it like without preparing, because that was a famous scene of something that was made up on the spot. That's known. In, I didn't in, know that that in was film made up history on the spot. of being made up on the spot. That means like, yeah, let's go at it. Let's be like, let's go heart to heart and just make something up and let's go have a real. We'll have an that unscripted be, conversation really on theology that. one night. I would enjoy that with and Brandon. Yeah, Brandon's yeah. I mean, a Mormon. Brandon is an ex-Mormon, actually. Yeah, you know, I can talk that. But you know, Sydney, what I would say about those people is they sound like real jerks. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, okay, guys. Circle jerk. Cool. Uh, cool. Zach Walsh says, nine ninety nine. Niall Sawyer says, Sydney, just wondering what your favorite anime is. But just give me one, top top one. Attack on Titan. Word. Okay, mm. we heard it here. Good call. Mm. Good call. Uh, uh, John Doyle said, he says 20 bucks. John. Thank you, John. You should pay me back the money that I lent you just by the way. If you smart and capable <laughs> moderators hosted the Fuentes versus Vosh debate, I'd be one of the most viewed, it'd be one of those viewed pieces of political content on YouTube since the change of my minds. Maybe a good growth strategy for the new show, be smart. I would, so actually, uh, Gaston was like, when we said last night, I was like, yeah, we can have Fuentes on. Gaston was like, could you consult with me first? Because obviously there's a truth to that. Like, I don't mind saying this publicly. Like I talked to Fuentes privately. I talk, I've talked to Vosh privately. Mm-hmm. I actually could talk to both of them privately. I, have, yeah. I think I have their, con- I think I have their phone numbers. I know Brandon, you could figure their out their contacts too. But long story short, is like yes i don't even care what gaston thinks about this vosh fuentes debate happening here with me and you as moderators let's do it yes so vosh fuentes if you'd be happy to do that we'd love to pay your expenses and bring you out here come here and we'd love to have that and also um i'd also love to have you on slightly offensive and i'm sure sid would love to have a one-on-one with like fuentes (laughs) i'm just kidding now but i'm just saying anyway (laughs) that's true um derek traver said give me liberty or give me death true A.W. said, there are no drafts in Australia. Sydney, you are Huntsman Spider. Just accept it. (laughs) Uh, Uh, God, I love our Our people are so good. And I know that we're not, like, we're ruined. We're pissing off the crew by going late on these super chats. I don't care. Sorry, you guys. We're going to keep doing these. 
<laughs> cameras are gonna <laughs> gotta, die very soon gotta, just because of that. We got to keep going through these. Uh, Zach Walsh said, my first super chat ever. Love the production on your show. The music, the intro are on point. Except for the weird delay. We'll figure that out. I, yeah. I don't know what that's happening at the front end with the delay. Mm-hmm. That's not, we have the best sound engineer in the history and the best director and producer here. Yeah. So no shit on them. Our They're crew, great. Our crew is actually super dope. But we yeah. are still working out the kinks. So um, we do, again, we do read your comments. We take things on board. We are trying to fix and things. And YouTube's gay. Just please so. be, just be patient because Elijah and I might have to then box afterwards uh, when you guys say mean things and make us sad. And then I would win. He would die. It would be horrible. Yeah, let's go through a few more of these. Uh, Nick Aldridge says, uh, Nick Aldridge says, hey, Sydney, just wanted to say I listened to your version of I Was Only 19 for Anzac Day. Aww. You have an amazing singing voice. Would love to hear more singing covers from you. Awesome show, guys. Truthful statement. As this show goes on and things get like a little more bullshitty and like we just are like looking for content, we're like, you and I are, are starting to change things up. The show may start one day with some song from us. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not joking. That's not you should she actually has a beautiful voice. Thank you. Roy Brown says foundations are made slowly to ensure stability. It's something most conservatives have. So if Minaj asking questions, her foundation is under construction. If you can feel free Blanche on, you might have an interesting combo. Also, so you know, Minaj is Forever Meninge on the show. Yeah, Forever Meninge. Noah Nooner says, I watched some of the episodes from this week, and oh my lord, either Elijah can't read or the super chats can't speak English. Love the show, guys. <laughs> Elijah can't read even when he's reading his own um uh what are they called reviews on your own show there have been times where I'm just sitting there listening going shut up shut up shut up I'm so sorry follow me on telegram and look at my pictures of sets though there's so many lights I maybe I'm just I am kind of retarded like Alex Jones says you're just really bad at reading actually it's just like the the the, maybe I need glasses why don't you I can't read and I'll read them here finish them want to do it is it it's going to be disabled if I try just finish them here (laughs) We're starting at John Doyle did it. Take that. John Doyle did do it. Whatever it was, John Doyle, he did you it. Can scroll up. Oh, good. This is there, read it, finish reading. So them. I wear glasses, guys. So this is uh where's John Doyle? Uh, yeah. John Doyle did it. No, no, go up the up the other way. Other way. This way up. Yeah. Go finish okay. up. Okay. So Judy Weagle sent us this little emoji thingy. Thank you for that. Noah Fox said, I love you. Lauren Smart, Fort Worth, Texas. Hell yeah, Fort Worth, Texas. Kari, my girl, said, I love that I found you, Sydney, while cruising slightly offensive, which I love. Congratulations, you too. Thank you. We very much appreciate that. Kaylee Malone, she uh, she has said nothing. Well, Kaylee, we appreciate Just read you her, being here. Read the money. Oh, no. Here we go. Here. Kaylee Malone said what? Kaylee Malone did actually leave us a message. She said, love your show. We'd love to see you guys get Ali Stucky on here. We definitely asked her. We already asked we her. We already asked so her. So in the next four weeks, I think, Brandon, next four weeks, we could, we'll have Ali Stucky on. She needs a two-week advance. I'll make it happen. All right. Thank you. And then our, our Kaylee girl has said, it would be cool to see her and Sid have an open discussion about faith. Hey, I'm I, I'm super down for all I of that. I would love to have Ali on here. Let's get you an atheist, too. If Ali and I are on the show we need to get you like an agnostic person or somebody i need a support system i do need at maybe least one person. maybe the quartering or something yeah we could get jim on jim would be yeah yeah, yeah jim, jim's always uh yeah is that La- everything last one we have is from derek uh tarver tarver i would love to talk religion with you guys i have no credentials outside of personal study though we i mean wait, wait say this we t- we said that we're willing to work to have people on who are not um don't have public profiles. So mm-hmm. there's two stipulations I've already had to create because of this show is a new show and we don't have an, a, a, an expanded budget. Yes. If you're in the DFW area or willing to drive to this area or fly yourself to this area and pay your expenses, that's a huge different story versus asking us to fly you out yeah. because obviously we have to work with SEO and stuff and I'm not diminishing that, but obviously it's very expensive to fly people now, like five, 600 bucks a ticket plus hotel. Everything. It's like 1200 bucks. Yeah. So it's a it's lot costly. of money. But if you're in the area... 
And like I had someone reach out to me recently that was like a Marine Corps guy struggling with the vaccine stuff, wanted to come on. We're totally open, but you don't DM Sid and myself. You DM Brandon Brandon on Twitter and he vets you. And if you're willing to pay your expenses in the future, I'd love to be able to fly people out for sweepstakes or different things to come on the show. We don't have the budget for that right now. But if they're if you're somebody who doesn't have a public profile but you have good ideas, DM him or and explain in- why and why you would get yourself here. Yeah. And I would say, as of now, it's probably only worth it if you live in the area. Yeah, don't I mean, fly yourself right now. Don't do that. People with interesting stories too. I mean, that's how a lot of journalists get their stories. People write into them or people message but them. But tell him. Yeah, tell Brandon. because we, we there's he's just smiling too over in the corner like thanks. No, but guys. tell him like me if it's if it's a good yeah. story, he'll vet it and be like, yeah, it's a good story. Hey, if it's gonna be a good good content, yeah, they're coming. Okay. Anyway. Sydney, Thanks for plug sticking yourself? it out for this long, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So as per usual, uh, if you if you would like, uh, head over to the what? It's Apple Podcasts. Is that's where you want to? Yeah. Please leave compile. a five star review. We love the reviews. It helps the show immensely because we are trying to obviously get this off the ground. We love reading your reviews too. So we will get to a point. Starting where Monday at the beginning of the show, we're going to read a review every every start of the show. There you go. Say something hilarious. Say something lovely. Or you can just hang shit on us. That's also fun too. Yeah. Um. So you can always find me over at YouTube with my creatively named uh, channel, Sydney Watson. And you can find Elijah. You can find myself at Slightly Offensive, which have a new episode coming out 2 p.m. Central tomorrow. Anyway, life is a lot of bullshit. Unfortunately, you are here and so are we. We will see you tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern time at Lord Willing with our guest, Blair White. Have a great rest of the night.